What's up, Familia? I am the Uncanny Dayspring. And I am the Vengeance, Michael Ham. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's just me. It's just me, Michael Ham. And we're here today with a really fun episode of Power of X-Men. A bit off topic, admittedly, but a very important topic. It, yeah, it's not off topic if you uh, grew up kind of queer in the late 80s or late 90s early 2000s okay and that's obviously a reference to the batman and robin joel schumacher film which mcfarlane has just released an entire wave consisting of poison ivy batgirl robin batman and it's build a figure mr freeze i cannot explain how excited i was when they announced this it was it was toy fair right yeah it was it was so they announced it at Toy Fair. They did a live and wait, wait, wait. No, it was not Toy Fair. It was San Diego Comic Con where the McFarlane panel, they just had one shot and it's a blurry shot that just went on the internet and like only a few accounts reported on it. And then at Toy Fair, they did a live and then they had the fully packaged figures. Right. And Todd McFarlane was there like showing them all off. And then they had that. Oh, that trailer where it was just like the bat nipple shots and the bat butt shots. And like the fact that they they're like leaning into the cheese of it all is what like made me so excited for these toys. Were you a major? I mean, I know the answer, but for for context and continuity for the audience, were you a major fan of Batman and Robin when it came out that summer? When it came out that summer? Yes. Then there was like a period of time where I felt shameful for enjoying Batman and Robin. And I think I kind of pretended like it was one of the worst Batman movies. And now I'm I live in my full Batman and Robin bliss where it it might be my second favorite Batman movie. Oh, wait, what's your first favorite Batman movie? I'm I'm a Batman Returns girl. It's, It's I know I know it's it's a it's stupid. It's like who's your favorite artist? It's Jim Lee. (laughs) No, I think those movies these movies are very special if you grew up in that era like you were talking about. And you know the Batman Returns. First of all, Michelle Pfeiffer iconic in that role. You know Danny DeVito as well. But I so distinctly remember being at the top of like my bunk bed and throwing myself off like in a sea of pillows saying saved by kitty litter i mean my bunk beds weren't that high because i was obsessed with michelle pfeiffer like i cannot and similarly with batman and robin i used to i mean i was such a gay boy from day one i used to just quote poison ivy all the time and the dance she does in the monkey suit oh it's it was one of those movies that i think growing up because you know i don't know if your audience knows but you're a bit older than me. It was one of those. <laughs> I don't look it. That's because I have the beauty filter on. That's because yeah, I have yeah, the beauty exactly, filter on. Exactly. Four ring lights from every angle. <laughs> Batman Returns, but especially, or, or Batman Returns was like kind of scarier and darker. And then Batman Forever came out and you got into the comic bookness of it. But Batman and Robin was a comic book movie. If you turned a comic book into a movie that's what it was so i think it really resonated with like kids who saw it and they're like this is amazing it it was what is it toyetic yes yeah, very toyetic I, I yeah it's such a fun term to even like use for it but that's exactly why this movie was created the way it was because it was supposed to be toyetic and how many years later we're getting more toys and it's still working like it's still toyetic that investment in this ip i mean bravo <laughs> to dc yeah it's so it's weird. 
I saw this movie multiple times the summer it came out. I believe it was 1997. And I would go with my sister. We were staying on Sanibel Island. My parents used to have a house there. We would spend the summers there. I went to the movie theater, Hammy, like every day to watch this movie. First of all, I was obsessed with Alicia Silverstone following Clueless and her epic thriller crush. The Crush, have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that movie. And it was so scandalous because there's a scene where she's like masturbating to a picture of, is it Matt Dillon? It's Matt Dillon. How old were you? I must have been when this Too movie- Too young. Came, I was 13 when this movie came out. So when was The Crush? I think that was 1996 oh off God. the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, listen, my parents, I had no supervision. I just went to Blockbuster, and I was like, <laughs> although I used to call it Blockbuster. Um, wait, let's see. Ooh, the la, la, la. Yeah, in 1993. A 1990, the crush was 1993? Okay, so I watched it in 1996. Okay, okay. That's, oh, yeah, I'm thinking of her other movie, too, True Crime. Um, which came out in 1996, and then The Crush came out in 1993, and the guy she's obsessed with there is some guy called Carrie Elwes or something like that. I don't know. It's you. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, you're going to get shot. He's like the guy from The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. I've never seen The Princess Bride. He was Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, okay, that I have seen. Oh, really? <laughs> was he? Okay. Oh, God, I, I love that. I love you. Well, then I support her jerking off to him because I definitely jerked off to him in Robin Hood. So. <laughs> Another thing you and Alicia have in common. <laughs> I mean, we're like BFFs practically. But anyways, oh so this movie was a real turning point for me because I felt autonomy as a young teen going out to the movie theaters by myself, seeing it, starring my favorite actress. And then obviously I love Poison Ivy. Yeah, I think... As as much as this movie is known for like the cheesy lines and all of that, like Uma Thurman brought it. So oh. it 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 reminded me of like um, Elizabeth Banks as Rita in the new Power Rangers movie, where she was the only one who was good. She she just embraced the camp, and I feel like Uma Thurman was the only one who really got it. Who yep. really like? Did you understand the gay undertones and the camp as you were watching it as a little hammy? Not at all. Same. No. I did not. I took this movie very face value. And like, I it, some of the lines, obviously, like, don't leave home without it. You know, the American Express. I just, I, I registered the joke, but I did not understand the camp, campiness of it. No. And now I love, I love it. I love every part about it. It's, it's the easiest to watch. Well, yeah, I think so. It doesn't demand a lot from you as a viewer you can just watch it have it in the background and there's no i don't want to say there's not a lot of deeper meaning in it because i want to give schulmacher his dues but i think his main strength is definitely that he used to be a costume designer and the costumes in this are gorgeous whether you like the movie or not he definitely knew what he was trying to accomplish with those costumes yeah i think it worked too i think people can look at it whatever but you're right like schumacher deserves a lot of credit for this movie and all of the good things in the movie i, I can tell it's one of those creative endeavors where i'm sure the studio twisted his arm a bit more than he would have liked but he's campy he's crazy i love it i'm i'm here for it and if we don't get more of these toys i'm gonna lose my mind I have theories on what we could possibly see in the future, but did you did you collect the original five inch figures that came out? 
Okay. Of course I did. What did you think when you went to the toy store? Did do you have a Toys R Us? Did you have a Toys R Us growing up? In where did you grow up again? In the in the strange foreign land known as Canada? <laughs> yes, yes. We did we did have a Toys R Us. I don't know if we had one then. I remember always picking them up at like we had a Canadian version of Target basically called Zellers. Mm-hmm. And I would always go to Zellers to get all of my toys. And I just remember the ice skate one. And I remember you could get like the the like henchmen's of Freeze yes. and obviously Chris O'Donnell. And oh yes, wait, you, wait what rank, a stupid question. Rank the Robin. So Chris O'Donnell, Burt Ward, and what's his name, Brenton Thwaites. I don't know from Thwaites. Oh, uh, Thwaites, I think. Thwaites. Thwaites is last. <laughs> Bert is in the center, and O'Donnell is number one. There's, there's no question. Mine is Bert, Brenton, and then Chris. So Chris is at the bottom of the list for me. He never did it for me. I know, never. George Clooney did it for me, though. Daddy, this Clooney? actually explains a lot about you. Actually, no, this actually makes a lot of sense. If anyone's tuned into our other podcast, uh, they know what I'm talking about. But the no, second Daddy Clooney took out his bat american express card i was wap 13 year old paul was wap (laughs) oh my god okay so so you're obviously i know you're you're nightwing and robin cosplay but this robin this chris o'donnell robin you number one on your list you liked his performance and everything i think he was a good robin for the record yeah i think he did a good enough job in those movies was his performance great yeah no not not really but like his version of Robin was this like, I'm a hot shot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm arrogant. And that Chris O'Donnell crushed that. If that's, if that's the way he interpreted the character, then he crushed it. Yeah. And I didn't. So I watched Batman forever a couple of years ago and I was shocked to see that they had a lot of homages that Schumacher put in a lot of homages to the, um, the original 60s show. Like there was a scene where they get getting on the Island where two faith, two face and Riddler are at and Robin says, holy, you know, holes whatever. here, Batman, whatever he says. And I was like, oh, that was like a, their little Easter egg there. And I was like, oh, OK, I get that. And then obviously with a lot of him being captured and gagged. <laughs> I mean, such a... <laughs> that explains a lot about me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really I thought he did a really good job, but obviously the big question mark in this movie that divides a lot of fans is George Clooney as Batman. And how did you feel about that? I, I'm not going to say anything too contentious. Uh, he was fine in retrospect. When I watched the movie, I actually love him. And when he appeared in the flash, I was super excited to see him again. I wish he would get another shot. Honestly, I think George Clooney under the right director could play an older Batman. Like uh, he could play the Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond movie instead of getting Affleck back or something like that. I agree with you on that. Like I really do think that they should have. They they. I, I. It's not that I didn't like Michael Keaton, but I would have been curious if they could have done George Clooney. I did not mind him when he was casted, and I remember at the time there was an interview where he was talking about how this Batman was going to be different. This wasn't going to be the Batman who's sulking that his parents are dead and that he's always miserable. I mean, obviously that's like a hallmark of the character and that's why we love Batman as, as an IP, but I can definitely understand in the nineties where you've done already three movies where it's a bit more dark, you know, darker Bruce Wayne, why Mm -hmm. you would want to move towards the bat family and show a glimmer of hope 
for um for Bruce. Wait, so we were talking about the original toys. Did you collect them? Yes. I got all of them. And I have to tell you, I was so disappointed when I got the Batgirl figure. And do you want to know why? Because she did not have the long blonde hair. She just has the cow, and that's it. And that's obviously based off of the original design. Because we know, I, I don't know what. You're right. I remember that yeah. now because it had the pointy ears and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, hang on. I forgot. I have I have visuals here. Let me share my screen here. Oh my. You're so technologically advanced. That's I'm so stupid. You. What are you talking about? Okay. Can you see my screen? Jesus. Yes. I know. Don't, don't, don't look. You're going to see all my porn there. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, that, po that poison ivy is also leaves very little to the imagination. Like that was a bad. Oh, that Poison Boy. Ivy. So I've done some research on this because I was curious, why were these so far off from the... Hang on, let me see if I can find it here. Boom. Why were these so far off from the originals? You know, or what we saw in the movie. And it's because they did not have time to actually do the figures. They they just had to guess what they would look like. So Poison Ivy, I don't know where that design came from. I think they tried to make it as generic as possible. But Batgirl, that was the original design for her. And... And mm. you know they they obviously changed it later on in the in, in for in the production process. I love Alicia Silverstone in this role. My main grievance at the time, though, was definitely that she was Barbara Wilson and not Barbara Gordon. Gordon, yeah. That uh, rewatching it as an adult who enjoyed Batman, I didn't even remember that, and I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Why? What's the point? What are they? What? Are, why are they doing this? And I don't know if it was a timeline reason or. I don't, I feel like I read somewhere, I don't know what it was, but they wanted to focus on humanizing Alfred. That's, I think that's what their, their goal was. And obviously they did that with the, I think it's called the McGregor's disease, mm, which yeah, if, when he was, yeah. If you read the White Knight, the, the, the Sean Murphy Batman series, they actually do reference McGregor's disease or whatever it's called you guys can correct us in the comments but no one is listening to a word we're saying because they're reading all of they're looking at everything you have on your desktop right now <laughs> i'm like what cei script oh, oh my gosh <laughs> you can see my yeah, script info yeah. Paul, we can see everything. Really? Oh my god, we're gonna have to cut this part. Damn it. Okay, we're just gonna overlay the image. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're seeing my script for my gigs and stuff like that. Well, we can't see what's written there. We're just seeing that it's the document says they exist. Okay, we're just um, gonna overlay the images. <laughs> I love that. I love that energy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I love the figures quite a bit. Um, the Batgirl one, I was very disappointed in. Poison Ivy didn't bother me as much, but because of how animated she was on the screen, I was disappointed with that. Robin could care less. Batman, I'm pretty sure I didn't buy him. Is sort of where I'm going to land on all of that. All right. Wow. Well, listen, it's 2023, the, the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Batman figures have been delivered. What is next? I think what we're going to get next is we're going to get a Poison Ivy variant with a Bane figure, like a two-pack. I oh. bet you. Because they do, because McFarlane does a lot of these two-packs as well. And I bet you anything, we're going to get a variant with the with the Otangles, the, you know, her, her yeah, yeah, yeah. triangle buns, and a Bane figure. Because it is pretty weird that we don't have Bane in this, given what a what an important role he played in this movie. 
And he's he's the only one that isn't there. He's the only one missing from this whole thing, like of important characters. So I don't. Yeah, there's there's Mister Freeze. He's the, yeah. So I was I was messaging you about this, and I was complaining that they would probably put him as a build a figure in a wave that no one cared about. Mm, I'm still true. that's I'm still banking on that. I think they're just gonna oh gonna be like a yeah some Batman repaint and some Joker that's. I don't know, scarecrow colors, you know, McFarland does that kind of bullshit. And then I'll have to buy a bunch of toys. I don't want to get Bane. It's, it's curious to me that this wave. So when I was posting about, I don't really collect these DC figures. I've collected one or two here, especially like the white Knight series. Cause I love Sean Murphy so much, but it's curious to me that these are called DC multiverse. Like that's the name of the line. So I agree with you that they could just do whatever assortment they want, like they typically do, and just throw it in. But I would hope they would do a two-pack with a variant Poison Ivy. Why do you think we got these versions instead of Batman Forever? Like, why do you think we didn't get Two-Face Riddler, Batman, Robin? I was thinking that, too. I'm curious, what, what do you think? What do you think first? You go first. (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't know. My guess would be that there's not enough figures for a whole line. And this was a good way to get like a whole wave, including a build a figure, because we've got mm-hmm. what is it? Batman. Yeah. Batman, Robin, Riddler, Two-Face. Two-Face. That's really it, right? That's hard. You could do um, what were the the two girls a, with Two-Face? The, the two girls, yeah. Which, the Kardashians just did them. Was it, Are they like Sugar and Spice? Is that what Yeah, it is? I think that's it. I, that maybe like those, that. Yeah. Drew Barrymore is one of them. Drew Barrymore is one of them. You could do Nicole Kidman as well, but I don't think Nicole Kidman would be as toyetic as Poison Ivy and Alicia Silverstone as Barbara Wilson. Um, I like to think it's an apology from DC and everyone for giving us such shitty toys that first round. And these are the toys I wish I had Back in 1997, I mean, Queen Paul would be screaming at the top of his lungs, and he could scream back then. He had, he had the vocal cords to scream. I this is an apology from DC to all little gay boys out there for when they started censoring out the gay innuendos in the original Batman comics to Joel Schumacher's treatment after this movie and the negative reception it got. This is them apologizing to us, specifically me and you. And that's why we have these figures now. <laughs> I like your answer better. I don't know the McFarlane line well enough to know, like, have they done a multiverse uh, Catwoman? Have they done already done like a Michelle Pfeiffer? I, I don't think so. Let, let's look really quickly. DC multiverse. I The answer is I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they haven't because I would have seen that. Right. Um. Yeah. No, they. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Batman Returns. No, I don't. Well, you know what? I think they have. I don't know if it's McFarland though. Yeah. So they have. Oh no! But these are, these are like three inch figures. Oh no! Thank you. No, I don't think so. No, they haven't uh, done it. This could be a precursor for that though. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I could see them putting Bane in a Batman forever pack so that you get him and you have to buy those because most people would anyway but i think you're right i think he'll come at least as a deluxe figure they're not gonna leave him out but i don't know if he would sell on his own like oh he definitely Batman... won't you're gonna have to pack him with someone else yeah because mr freeze Somehow. wouldn't sell on his own either yeah i reason... agree yeah yeah uh... Okay. Uh, you know what? Oh, the incentive also, I'm sorry to cut you off. The incentive also is probably that people, they probably thought 
that people are going to want the main three plus Poison Ivy, and no one's going to buy Freeze. So do Freeze as a Build-A-Figure. So he he ships, and then Bane, they can shoehorn him anywhere else. Sorry, go, go. Yeah, no, I think that's 100% what it is. Like, I am a... I like to think that all companies are incredibly conniving. Um, <laughs> but they didn't have to give us a Build-A-Figure, because they're right. I probably wouldn't have bought... I might I mean I might have bought a freeze separately, but it was very nice of them to just give him to us as a build a figure. So I was gonna buy all of them. E- e- whether he was gonna be a build a figure or not, it's just because I have so much love for this movie. It's probably number two. Uh, yeah, it's probably number two for me as well. Except number one is gonna be Dark Knight Rises for me. Flo- I know. Okay, hold on. Let's do it. Let's put all the Batman movies in order. Oh fuck, that's gonna be fun. Okay. All right. All right, so let's start from the bottom up, and let's start with our number nine, shall we? What's your number nine? My number nine is probably the Dark Knight. Which one? This sounds so stupid. They're listed so weird right here. Which one is the one with Bane? The one with Bane is the Dark Knight Rises. That's my least favorite one. Shut the fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our list is going to be so opposite right now. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Right. Let's Mine is go. the original. Mine is the original Tim Burton Batman. I Whoa. know. It did. It just listen. No shade on Kim or Michael and Jack. I mean, the movie is great. But in terms of my enthusiasm as a kid as an, and as an adult, it's pretty down there for me. It's it's a slow movie. It is a slow movie. The acting is phenomenal, but it is a slow movie. Yeah, it's no shade. It doesn't mean that it's not good, or I don't acknowledge it as good, but it's not like my favorite. All right. Number eight. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. Yeah! You got it. You got it, boyo. It's and not he, the worst. And everyone has such a boner for like Zack Snyder now and the Snyder cut, but when Batman versus Superman, when Man of Steel and Justice League, when all of those were well, not Justice League, but like all of those movies were released, the Snyder ones, everyone hated them. I remember walking out of the theater and everyone being disappointed by it. And although I like Man of Steel quite a bit, I don't, at the time, it was very hard to find someone who really liked Man of Steel the way I did as well. I I liked it, but it just isn't one of the best. What were your feels on Batman versus Superman when you saw it? I, I left the theater happy. I wanted to see Batman punch Superman in the face. That's all I cared about. Like <laughs> watching the scene where those two fight is so fucking good. And yeah. like everyone got upset about the Martha thing. And I was like, imagine you were fighting with someone and they said your dead mother's name. You'd be like, what? Why did you say that? So it makes sense. People give it give it up. I agree. I think a lot of people rag on that, but I think it was a very humanizing moment. And by the way, to credit to Zack Snyder. I never thought about that. I never thought that both their names were were Ma- Martha. So you know what? Thank you, thank you, Zack Snyder. Mm. Okay, <gasps> number seven. Mine is Batman Begins. Oh, mine is Batman Forever. Why is it Begins oh. for you? Um, you know what? I, I it should probably be higher because of what it did for Batman in mm-hmm. the culture. But it just it's probably the one I go back and watch the least. Okay. Uh, it yeah. has nothing special to me. I like I like Bale. I certainly like Bale's portrayal of of Batman, but it, that movie just is a little slow. I don't need another origin. Yeah, it was. I'm not too far off on the list. It, it definitely was just setting up. It wasn't poorly done, but it was setting up. You know, and I like the I like the reveal with Ra's al Ghul. That that for me was 
was fun. I, I, again, at the time, it was surprising. <laughs> These are our favorites list, not what we think are important. Because <laughs> that would be much higher if I was like doing yeah. a list of like, what are the most important Batman movies or something. Mine is Batman Forever. Again, not that I is that I didn't enjoy it. It just I thought it was okay, and and that's fine. And I've seen it as an adult, as I mentioned earlier, so it just stays right there. Um, number six. Uh, number six for me is the original Batman. Okay, mine is Batman Begins. Okay, okay. Where okay. I put it there. Why? Why is it number six for you? It just sits in the middle. It's I liked it. It's a good movie, but it's nothing special. I like Keaton. I like Jack. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just there's better movies. Yeah, yeah. I feel, can't really like, say much fair. about my middle picks. Like I like yeah. them. I like all of these movies. So all right, here we're entering top five territory. Batman. Oh, I'm sorry. Top five. I'm giving mine away. Okay, <laughs> number five it, for me is Batman Returns. Okay, okay. Number five for me is The Dark Knight. For sure. Really? Number five is a dark night. It's great movie. Again, great movie, but I just it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability for me because it's pretty messed up, man. Yeah, I I will say it also I, makes me sad to watch. Listen, that scene with Rachel and Harvey and Batman gets to I mean, it really it was masterfully done. And you know, Heath Ledger got a lot of flack for being casted. And I remember people were like, oh, it's a guy from 10 Things I Hate About You and Knight's Tale. And I'm like, you know what? You fucking brought it. Number four. Number four for you. Uh, number four for me is the Batman. Same. 100%. Okay. Same. I loved I, it. Same. I thought it was so good. I think our Pats did a phenomenal job. Yeah. I. If it wasn't for the fact that I have incredible nostalgia for my top three, I probably, it would sit at my number one. I think it's objectively good. I think it's a good, balanced Batman movie. Our Pats was wonderful. Zoe Kravitz was wonderful. The story of uh, Colin Farrell as a penguin. Who would have thought that would have worked out? The chase okay. scene, the, 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 the car scene on the highway, that was really great. I've only, though, uh, although I've only seen it once, so that's the only... That's like but my dirty little secret. <laughs> I've I've only seen it once and it's one of my favorites. Like I don't feel like I need to revisit the three hour movie because I had such a great experience watching it where I was like, this is beautiful. This is stunning. This is so long, but I don't want to leave. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And it Kirk Cobain like meets Bruce Wayne like vibes. Like I'm, I'm the, good with the, it. Yeah. Okay. And the score was amazing for that. Movie. Oh, the score was so good. All right. Number three, which is your number three. My number three is Batman and Robin. Okay. okay. I said earlier it was my number two, but I revoke that. Okay. Mine is Dark Knight for reasons we already explained. Correct. And then my number two is Batman and Robin. My number two is Batman Forever. Okay. I'm upset how low yours was. Um, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you expand on that just a little bit? Mm, let's see. So, I, you know, Batman Forever, I just... Uh... I, it probably has to do with that I don't resonate with the Riddler or Jim Carrey mm. as much as I should. Wow. Like, like both both characters, I really don't, or you know, actor and character, I just am not a fan of. And I never really cared that much about Two Face, even in the animated series. Like when it would be an episode about Two Face, I'd be like, oh great. I only started caring about him with Dark Knight as a character. Okay. So that's where it's kind of there for me, and. 
I don't know. I think Nicole Kidman did a great job. She looks great visually. I love the set designs and, you know, Chris O'Donnell as Robin. But I just don't think for gay Paul, like gay tween Paul, who was obsessed with like Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Batgirl, there wasn't much for me personally to latch on to. Okay, but like now older gay Paul, who is like a two-faced lunatic, you must have some (laughs) sort of... You know, you must you must relate to the characters of Two Face and the Riddler a little bit more, I would assume. <laughs> you shady little bitch. Yeah. Um I like I, I like the Nicole Kidman character a lot, but when she was here like, I'm gonna keep your secret to Val Kilmer, yeah. I was like, I would not. I would just turn around and tell everyone be like, Oh, guess who Batman is? I will say Val Kilmer is the sexiest Batman out of all of them. His oh, lips. Oh, he's beautiful. Oh my god, oh. that 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 promo image of him where it's like, you know, he's on set and his beautiful lips and the cow. Oh. He definitely yeah, it's... between him, Keaton, and Clooney. Well, I would gravitate towards Clooney, but I he... objectively think Kilm- Kilmer is is the more attractive one. Thank you. That's yeah. all I need. <laughs> I love it because the performances were I- incredible. Uh Two Face was so good, I think. Uh Carrie also killed it as Riddler. Nicole came in, whatever. But right. that's my number two. Number What's your number one. two? No, my you ne- need a number two. Oh, I, my number two is Batman and Robin. Oh, I it's thought Batman that was... Where was The Dark Knight Rises for you? Dark Knight Rises is number one, bitch. I uh, was <laughs> <laughs> so fucking shady. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best Batman movie. And I'm saying this objectively. It completes the trilogy. And Hathaway gave us such a smart Selena Kyle. So smart. Like when she was there in the beginning and she was here, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just like this scared little maid. And she's like, whoops, I'm wearing your mom's pearls. And she's here, like, I would never hold. And then she kicks his cane. She goes, but sometimes I make exceptions. His fucking hysterical. And I thought it was so epic. That there is, that the city's under siege, that all the bridges are blown out and there's a bomb cut going off. And Hammy, I was in the theater, an adult male. And when Batman is talking to Bane and he's like, you're so arrogant. You thought that because you're the child of Ra's al Ghul, you were able to get out of the pit. And then you hear Talia say, but he's not the child of Ra's al Ghul and stabs Batman. I gave the loudest most audible gasp it was like a cartoon moment with like my popcorn flying up i love this movie you know what i'm gonna give it a rewatch for you (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your number one it's batman returns like any decent queer person (laughs) (laughs) why is batman returns like your favorite what do you think it was about that movie that just hit close to home for you I watched it probably a little younger than I should have. And it made me feel like I was an adult in mm-hmm. a way. Like it, it felt more mature to me. Um, Cause I, I didn't watch the original Batman until later. Like, I think I started with Batman forever and then Batman and Robin and then watched Batman returns. Mm-hmm. And that was such a transition from these fun comic booky, colorful movies to me being like, yeah, I'm dark. I'm twisted like these guys. And I think it just stuck with me and Michelle, Pfeiffer did things to me that I think are more important than what Chris O'Donnell did to me. Like the way that woman looked in that suit and the thing she did. And I think that was another part of it. Like 
it was a big sexual experience for me. Um, and I think Danny DeVito was terrifying. And by the sounds of it, it just aroused a lot of different things, whether it was <laughs> fear or whatever. Uh, and I think it just sticks with me for that reason. And it it is probably the most rewatchable movie in terms of quality. Like I would say Batman and Robin is my favorite one to rewatch because I can laugh and joke. But this one, if you could watch it a hundred times and every time be like, wow, this is really fucking good. And I, I want to pull on the thread of you saying fear because I actually was terrified of Danny DeVito and when he kidnapped all the babies. And I think it's because my mom was pregnant with my brother around the time. So I was terrified that Danny DeVito was going to come. But also, I went to Catholic school and we were learning about Passover and how God came to, you know, will come to the land of, of Egypt and strike down all the firstborn babies. And so I, I do remember being biblical and terrified watching Danny DeVito snatching those babies. Oh, and then and then when he dies at the end and like all the penguins come and like take him away. Oh my god. It it is a very you you, you hit it when you said it is a very adult movie. And if you're watching it as a kid, you there are themes in it that speaks up to you and you can sort of, you know, somehow rectify in your head. But I'm going to give that one a rewatch in honor of okay. you. How about that? All right, let's do it. Let's let's see if it moves. If either of those movies move up in our our rankings later. Okay. Well, speaking of rankings, how would you rank these figures right now? Like, which ones are you most like? Which is the one you're dying to get your hands on, and which is the one that you're just like eh about? It definitely goes Poison Ivy, which I don't mm -hmm. think maybe people would expect. They'd think Robin. It goes Poison Ivy for me. Robin probably Freeze then Batgirl, then Batman. Damn! Batgirl's that low on your list? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mine is definitely going to be Batgirl. It's going to be Poison Ivy. I'm excited for Freeze, and then I'll give it to Robin, and then Batman will be my last one. But those first four... Well, Robin and Freeze are just neck to neck. The only reason why I'm going to give it to Freeze is because Arnold Schwarzenegger in that role was very iconic. And I I just like the, the visual toy kineticness of, of him here. How about that? That's, that's the only reason why. As a cosplayer, it's one of the most beautiful costumes I've ever seen. Like, I've got to see the real one in like mm -hmm. a museum. And it's just one of the fucking greatest costumes ever. I want to do something. I want to do something before we go. If anyone made it to the end of this, <laughs> no one did. But if you did, this is a special treat for you. I want to do a giveaway because yes. I am a psycho who loves these movies so much that one time during an auction, I bought all the original photos. So, oh, that's uh, right. I forgot yeah, about that. that. Oh my bitch, when you said that you had a surprise, I thought you were just gonna like do a giveaway of a photo of yourself as Robin. <laughs> no, like I have the original negatives of like oh, Alicia Silverstone. God. Uh you can't really see them, but wait, here. Let me so like the originals all wait, like labeled on the back. Oh my god. Headshots. I can't and believe so... you have the originals. Oh I literally I I remember this because we were talking about it with Flint. stacks, stacks and stacks for each character. Oh, my God. OK, 
Um, so wait, I'm sorry. What are you giving away? I'm just more mesmerized that you have this. I know. So here's what I here's what I want to do for the giveaway. Mm-hmm. I've got because I have all of them. I literally have like Chris O'Donnell as Robin, but the blooper with his little tongue sticking out. But, oh my! Look at his little tongue. <laughs> That's so cute. All labeled on the back. All originals. So I have a Chris uh, Chris O'Donnell Robin that I want to give away. Mm-hmm. I've got an Uma Thurman. As poison ivy oh, that I wait. would like to give yeah. away. You want you want a little bit more? You want a little yes. taste? Yes. Oh, I love dun, that dun, shot dun, so dun, much. Dun, I love you. Have dun, no dun, idea. Dun. My best friend growing up did her for Halloween, and her abuela did a custom poison ivy, and she looked incredible. I will always love that design. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's it's everything. Um, I've got one of my favorite shots of Arnold as Freeze. Oh um, my it's god. Just beautiful and there's no like photoshop back then so you can see like where the mascara didn't go all the way up to his <laughs> eyes and then i wanted to do something uh i wanted to get one of every character so i've also got uh the negative of alicia silverstone which you'll never be able to see so just you're gonna have to trust me that it exists and that i've i've got it let's see the internet knows where to find you if you're lying to them oh so my good. god look at that I want to do this. I want to enter on this. And then a Batman one too. Yeah. So, so that's what I've got all originals from the original production. And I think, I don't know how to give them away, but if you made it this far, I say what, leave a comment on like maybe the YouTube video or. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's do a post. I think let's give it a fair shot for everyone. We can do, we can do a post on Instagram. Just leave a comment on which is your favorite Batman movie brilliant something brilliant. easy super easy right there. but if you say the dark night prizes you'll be eliminated <laughs> from the competition hemi we have to record yeah. an episode next and our waiting room is starting to stack up oh shit where, let's go let's go where can the folks at home find you you can find me on instagram at hammy 73 or michael.ham.cosplay and you can find me on patreon at Michael Ham, so patreon.com slash Michael Ham, and uh, be at LA Comic Con at the end of this month. So come yeah. say hi. Go say hi. hi. We'll be at LA Comic Con as well. Come to our panel with Lenore Zan and Familia. We will catch you later.